Hey, welcome back to the Dadpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Oliveira. I hope you're having a great summer. It's been really hot out there. As you know, I live here in Florida with my family, and uh, we just traveled up north to New York, Pennsylvania, a 3,000-mile round-trip road trip, round trip, road trip uh, with our four kids. And it was great. We got to hang out with family, do a bunch of stuff. But more importantly, we got to cool down. It was nice to wake up in the morning to, you know, 50 to 60 degree weather. And then it would climb up to the 80s or 90s, but not the 100s, as is the case here in Florida. So we're back. And as you know, we've been off for about a month now. And I've repurposed some of the old um, uh, episodes that did very well. So I had some really amazing episodes with guests in the past few years and i went through the data talked to some of you and i re reposted those episodes here in the month of july but now here we are in the month of august and i'm really excited to share some big news with you all um first and foremost uh the news that i found a co-founder to build an ai SaaS company so it's a web app that allows you to create blog posts and articles, much like ChatGPT, and actually it is powered by ChatGPT 3.5 and, and, and 4 as well. And I'll tell you more about it as I go through the, uh, the process of this partnership, but I wanna tell you a little bit about how I went about fi finding that co-founder to do this venture with me. So at the beginning of COVID, um, my company started to, to, to have some issues, you know, and the issue was I couldn't go to conferences. And so conferences over the last 12 years has been mainly how I grow my business. I go, I meet B2B partners, and then we build marketing campaigns and lead gen uh, campaigns for for companies, brands, small and large. Well, we couldn't go to conferences anymore. And the fact is that we had many small to medium sized clients who went out of business right at the beginning of COVID. So I did a few things to pivot, as is the case with most entrepreneurs, is I said, well, I'm going to start teaching again. So I started teaching, worked with uh, uh, BizHack and Dan and his team there. So I did that, uh, worked with a few universities and and teaching is really a passion for me. I, I love to share information, but it takes a lot of time and you can't really scale revenue that way. So I decided to write a book. I decided to build some courses, obviously do a ton of podcasting, and it was really great. But one of the things that I wanted to do uh, was build an AI uh, software that, that could create content that is SEO. Then I you know, took a few courses at MIT and a few other platforms like Coursera to really try to understand generative AI and, and, and LLMs. And quite frankly, I'm still nowhere near understanding exactly how everything works. On paper, I know how it works, but I, obviously I'm not a developer. So my mind is more creative, as is the case with lots of entrepreneurs, but I am technical enough to understand what I wanted to get done. So I started to look for co-founders, um, but mainly someone who could bring the development uh, part of the of the uh, talent, right? So I've got the front end, I could do the marketing, I could do the operations, uh, and then I would bring them in. And I do that either through my company, Predict, or we do that as a new company. And I talked to a lot of different developers who claim to do AI, who claim to be able to build an MVP that would be adequate enough for me to feed into my clients who are having these problems. 
But as is the case, everything is timing, isn't it? You know, we started using ChatGPT uh, back in January, about a month or two after it came out. And I, I just was blown away because we had used Jasper and Copy AI and some of the other ones. Um, and most marketers listening to us here uh, know what, what platforms those are. But they, they weren't great either. They weren't really what I needed to, to do to be able to create content that is SEO driven that will drive more clicks for you. More clicks means more leads, more business, right? That's what I wanted to do. Well, I ended up finding out, finding that co-founder, instead of having to hire a, a development team to build it for me, because believe me, I had this spec'd out, put on Upwork, I talked to many, many, many developers, and, and I they, they still couldn't understand what I wanted to build. And then I went on cofounderlab.com, which I had been a part of for over a decade, have found some co-founders in the past there, and I found um, Damir Seki. He's out of the UK, and he had built already back in January a web app that is uh, powered by ChatGPT4 that does exactly what I was looking to do, you know, and, um, and then some, and now we're building in some other, uh, functions and features to the software, but long story short, we met one another, we hit it off. Uh, we probably spent the month of June and July. Uh, I believe we talked on zoom for some 40 plus hours before we even decided to create the partnership. So you know, here's the takeaway from this episode. I am going to talk about the the partnership and I'm going to bring Demir on at some point. But at the end of the day, you know, I've got a business, a couple different businesses that I run and I'm a part of and an investor in, but this was going to be a new company. And so, you know, how do you go about finding co-founders? I think it's a question that I get a lot. Um, not I think, I know is a question that I often get is how do I look for a co-founder? And the, the fact is you got to, go on a lot of dates, right? Kiss a lot of frogs before you find your prince. And that's really what it's about. So for me, like the at a high level, the first thing I was looking for was someone who could have the skills that I don't, right? Bring that to the table. I can invest some money. I can invest some time, but they need to have the skills that I don't have. And then the second thing is we need to click, right? The chemistry has to be there because if the chemistry isn't there, it's not going to work right? And then the third thing was communication. What's their communication style? Can we agree? Can we plan together? Is their approach to business and to work uh, similar to mine? Because if it's not, then it won't work. So those three things are were, was super important. And I just was not finding that. Looked for that for years. And I kept putting this AI to the side. I had bought a bunch of domains that have the .ai um, TLD, uh, on it, but was doing nothing with it. And like I said, on co-founder lab, um, Damir and myself started talking. And next thing you know, we scheduled zoom calls. We signed an NDA. Um, he gave me a peek into the, the, the end uh, of article factory and what he had already accomplished. And I was just blown away. I mean, this, this guy really can build everything front end, back end, the database. And I was just so impressed with his skills, but beyond the skills, it's just his, the way he, he, he approaches work. I was really impressed with his work ethic. And we started meeting every day cause he's five hours ahead of me. We started meeting every day at eight to 8.30 AM and just really getting to know each other, getting to know each other's family and stuff like that. And 
it's it, it's really the best way for you to do it before you even consider doing business with someone. Go spend that 40, 50, 100 hours just chatting, right? Getting to know one another because it's a it's an investment worth making. This way down the road, there isn't something about the person that you you say, oh, it's a break. And by the way, I created a list of more than you know 50 questions that I wanted to ask Damir and I wanted to answer it for him as well. Everything around how we manage our finances to what, what financial position do we have right now? What are our relationships? Did either one of us have any lawsuits? I mean, we talked about everything, just about everything, right? And because like I said, you know, a partnership is like getting married and I already have a wife and he already has a wife. So there's no room for a third one, but, but no, but really it's, it's anybody who has partners and a co-founder, you know, that your finances are tied to one another and there's a lot of liabilities. Both of us had been through partnerships that didn't work out in the past, which right from the beginning, I said, look, it doesn't scare me to go through a new partnership, even though I have ones in the past that didn't work out. That's very normal. These are learning experiences. But honestly, with Damir, it was just like check, 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 check. And he's brilliant at a bunch of things that I'm not that good at. So it works out and I happen to have some of the skills that he doesn't. So again, it really worked out. And that's what I say. If you're looking to build a new company, it doesn't have to be software. It could be any type of business and you're looking for that partner. Sometimes it's a, you know, a working partner, a partner to just invest money, maybe invest time. Um, there's different partnerships, but in this case, we were both looking for a partnership where we can invest both time and money and and, and put our skills and, and best fit, foot forward to build something that we could see five years out um, building into something really big where it would be our number one um, a project on a daily basis, right? I say project because I'm involved in a lot of different things, like just like this podcast and everything ties into all the things I'm passionate about. And so I'm definitely passionate about AI and what it could do for businesses. I, to me, it democratizes a lot of things for businesses today with content, whether it's on social media, building blog posts, doing videos, doing podcasts. The fact is if you're a business owner, you have a product or a service, the way to get found online is by building content, creating content that as SEO search engine, search engine optimized. And if you don't do that, then you're going to spend money on ads and you can't do that forever. So again, we are at a time right now with AI where it is really exciting for all businesses. And so having this opportunity to partner with someone who was already on that same track and looking to build the same thing for me was like, wow, all, everything was lined up. The moon, the sun, the, the stars, everything was perfect. So here I am on this new journey, you know, two plus months into it. Uh, we are going through all the paperwork to file a new, a new uh, company in Delaware. And, um, you know, we'll be hiring people pretty soon and getting the brand out there. Just really exciting. So if you're interested in looking at the, uh, the the web app, there is a free version that allows you to create up to 2,000 words for free. It's called article-factory.ai, article-factory.ai. So articlefactory.ai. It has a hyphen between the article and the factory. So that's where we are, just at the beginning phases, but definitely beyond an MVP. We already have more than 8,000 users on the platform, uh, both the free and the paid 
subscriptions. And if you are into creating content, if you're a marketer, if you're a, a student, if you're a teacher, a professional, a business owner, anybody that needs to create uh, articles, blogs, letters, uh, term papers, essays, the, the software does that. And it differs uh, quite a bit from uh, ChatGPT and some of the other competitors. And so definitely check it out. But what I'm going to do on this podcast here in the Dadpreneur podcast is give you a timeline from the beginning through the time where we actually scale it and build it. And every step of the way, I'm going to share my experience with you, you know, because it doesn't matter right now whether you're a nine to five um, employee, corporate worker, maybe you have a small business that, that, that isn't working. Maybe you're, the economy has changed and you're ready to move on to something else, right? Whatever your, your daily uh, method of generating income is, I'm sure like me, there's, there's always things if you're, you know, an entrepreneur at heart, there are always things that you're thinking about, right? The wheels are turning. And so what I want to do is just on this podcast over the next few months is give you a, a sneak peek into how I approach this, right? And as I said, you know, the partnership is one part of it, but now I move on to the marketing piece of it, the marketing and building the, the, the front end of the website, doing a content marketing plan, advertising plan, outreach, customer support, all that stuff that is truly important for you to scale a business. And there, you know, it, there's a big investment of time and money. So it's, there's a lot of um, t time in my current company, Predict, where we have clients where I still have to manage that company. You know, and so I think a question I also get often is, well, how can you manage three, four different companies and still invest in other companies and have time for a family? Well, you just do make time. And I think it's, it's you know, it comes down to a lot of planning. I spend probably about a third of my time these days planning, planning everything from the, you know, what what meetings, what tasks do I need to do? What tasks do I need to delegate on a daily basis? When do I track performance? You know, how do my balance sheets look? Everything, all those things matter and they all tie into one another. Uh, but for me, the most important thing is to have control of my time and having a, a, a portfolio of businesses that I'm passionate about is is really exciting for me and I feel truly uh, lucky and, and just blessed all around that I have the opportunity to do that. And in this case, again, I found a, a co-founder to, to, to run a business and scale a business that I've had been planning for for a while. So just coming coming into this partnership, it's really exciting because he's got the ball moving already. And um, definitely you'll get to know Damir and the team here soon. We'll, we're going to launch a podcast about AI and all the different things. So we'll, we'll obviously cross promote here and there. Um, and again, if you are an entrepreneur, if you are a business owner, a marketer, and you're looking for ways to create more content that is SEO optimized, and that, that, that just helps you find more visibility online, articlefactory.ai is definitely uh, one of the solutions out there for you. But I'm also gonna test other AI platforms that I'm currently using. There's just a lot of great developments in this space. And I'm doing my rounds on a lot of podcasts and, and media outlets and doing a lot of keynote uh, 
speeches um, around the country to talk about AI and specifically for small business owners, because we know the, the, the midsize and the enter enterprise level businesses, they have the funding, they have the tools, they have the resources, they could do all this stuff, but it's the small business owners, right? The 30 million or so small business owners in the US and, and across the world as well, it, who, who need tools like Article Factory to be able to help them build an inventory of content, that content is obviously gonna play a big role and help people find you to do business with you. So I'm really excited to share all of that, share the case studies of clients who are really doing amazing things on Article Factory. And as I said, I'll share, um, you know, all the ins and outs, the, the the challenges that I know I will encounter early on, as is the case with most partnerships. But I think, you know, for me, I'm very optimistic that uh, my partnership with Damir is going to be one that uh, is going to be here for a long time. And we are just super, super excited to share this with the world. So until the next episode of the podcast, I'm your host, Alex Oliveira. And as always, if you have any questions about entrepreneurship, about parenting, of course, I'll keep um, sharing uh, more episodes about, you know, the, the cybersecurity and the, the social media for kids and all that stuff that I know parents want to hear about, especially in this month with um, going back to school. I'll keep sharing all that. But as always, if you wanted to contact me, very, I'm very accessible. Alex at dadpreneur.co. I'm the one who answers those emails. And then, of course, we have our podcast manager, Jacob, which I want to give a shout out to Jacob, who's been with us for almost two years. And he just does an amazing, outstanding job, um, not only with the podcast, but a bunch of other stuff that he does for us. And I'm, again, really fortunate to have people. I know that was supposed to be my my closing outro for this podcast, but then it just reminds me of today. I'm just feeling really grateful. My wife, my sister, my mom, like a lot of people around me and a lot of friends and colleagues who support me in everything that I do. And I couldn't do it without everyone who is on, 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 on my team and I'm on their team as well. And that's the thing that's important, right? For you to always be as as much, if not more, of a giver as you are a taker, right? And I try to live by that for sure. So look, I hope you're having a great summer. Welcome back. I know many of you are getting ready to get the kids off to school and uh, get back to the, the routine of work and life balance. So uh, hope you had a great summer and I will talk to you on the next episode.